0: Hi there and welcome to another edition of the Gersnet Weekly Podcast, the Independent Rangers Podcast, which is brought to you by fans, for fans and where the content is free. And as I say all the time, guys, it's not just the the, the pod that we have here at Gersnet, We've got the forums over at the website, we've got the social media, there's articles, there's a history archive on the website. So get yourself over there uh, as soon as you can. Uh, it is live tonight, we're live, it's a Friday night before Rangers play Hamilton on this Sunday. If, if it's your first time listening to the pod, we would encourage you to subscribe. We've got over 4,000 subscribers at the moment uh, and it's rising. So thanks to everyone who's subscribed so far. Uh, and as I said, if you can put the word out for us there on social media and let people know that we're here, as I said earlier, we're live tonight. But the the, the pod will be able able you'll be able to download or stream the pod on a variety of platforms from tomorrow, including ACast, iTunes, YouTube, CastBot, Stitcher, and Spotify. Uh, now that's my usual gumph at the beginning out the road. I can bring in my guest, and it is uh, it's Alex Anderson again tonight. The only one that wanted to come on, Alex. <laughs> No, mate, that's that that
1: that's me, you know. I think <laughs> I think the rest of them are away from wee jobby, you know. So maybe that's what so that's, good, that's good.
0: You've totally you've totally stole my line. <laughs> I, see, I knew I had to get in there fast. I had
1: to get in there fast. <laughs> I was actually going to say I, I've actually just been away for a wee shit, a wee shit, a shirt change because a wee shirt change. Aye, yeah. This is uh, my wife got me this for Christmas, and it's uh, a sign of how desperate things are these days. That the first chance I get to wear it is
0: uh, on the laptop. So, yeah, I know. I actually put some aftershave on the night he come on this thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, and you
1: days, we'll get- absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it's appreciated. The effort's appreciated.
0: I, <laughs> I got it for Christmas. Did you like it? Is it nice? Yeah, lovely, lovely. Good, <laughs> good, good. So how's your week been? Another, another week of lockdown, how are you coping? Uh, I getting to meet. I had my first, uh, my
1: first week of trying to come off the chocolate. I've been off the drink for a couple of weeks, um, bringing it back in for Christmas, but this was the hardest one yet, coming off the chocolate. I went the full, full four days, just trying to keep yeah. it to the weekend, so... I must admit, I've already, I've already been banging into dairy milk tonight. So if I'm a bit hyper, that's that, that's that's it. how. And what be a, be a good self? I'm going to, I'm going to say I'm surprised uh, to see that all your devices, um, including your laptop and that, haven't been kind of cracked and wrecked after after the yeah. other night, mate. After, well, <laughs> well, well, Come on, come on to talk about that. Night. I was a bit, I was a bit worried about you.
0: <laughs> well, you don't even go there, honestly. Uh, it just, I mean, uh, it's. It's bad at any time, innit? When you kind of get access to the fact. But well, I can remember see see the day Connor Goldson got the last minute winner at, at Comanor. the first game of the season last year. Uh, that was on Sky that day, and we had a thunderstorm through here. And you know how like the thunder and lightning can sometimes affect your Sky. So I lost, I lost it for about an hour, and I was just gonna have my nut. You know, I mean, I, I hate when when Rangers are on, and I I can't see it. You know what I mean? I mean, i not at the game and I can't even watch on the telly. And it was similar to that on Wednesday night. And we'll come on to talk about that. But uh, it was stressful, really stressful. <laughs> and I felt for my family. You know what I mean? The, the air was blue. Uh, but I I mean, other than that, it's it's just been the usual lockdown. You know what I mean? It's like Groundhog Day. It was officially Groundhog Day. John was mentioning this the other day. It was Groundhog Day uh, last week at some point. You know, I think it was the second. And it kind of feels like that. Know, it? Every day is yeah. just... You know, I, I lose it's track of the days. It's strange it's, times. It's, it's very, very strange. Uh, on uh, tonight's topics, uh, I, I thought sort of the sort. I mean, the three main ones we'd look at was the, the, the stuff with Rangers TV. Another the night there, we've had a topic handed to us this morning uh, with, with the, the announcement that Ruth has has been charged. Who saw that coming? No me. Uh, I'm being ironic, by the way. Uh, and obviously, we'll have a wee look at the game on Sunday uh, against Hamilton. So Rangers TV. Uh, Alex, now I know you didn't have any issues. Uh, you were very kindly trying to fix mine <laughs> at one stage in the evening. Uh, but I mean, we, we spoke about this myself uh, and John spoke about this last week on one of the shows. And it, it was it, it, the, the most frustrating thing about it was it felt like you could see it coming. You know what I mean? It, it felt like this was coming, you know, there was going to be real issues. And that's how it turned out. I mean, you, you 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 were fine. You never had any issues. But, I mean, I think lots of people had issues trying to, you know, re- re-register their accounts. And also, when they got in, they had issues. I, I couldn't re-register my account. I re-registered. You know how they'd done the test on the Monday night with the new sign-ins? They put up uh, content that was, you know, interviews yeah. with, with Simpson and Wright. And it's like, this is your opportunity to... Test out the new system. Well, I couldn't get access, it wouldn't let me in. So I emailed Rangers TV at that point saying, Look, I can't get access. Can you help me out? Kickoffs on Wednesday. Never got back to me in time. So when I tried again on Wednesday night to get in, it wouldn't let me in. So what I then had to do was create a new account. So I created a new account with my wife's email address. Paid 9.99 to buy the match pass, or so paid extra to buy extra. And then when I got in, it was it working. You know, and my mate texts me just at that point. My mate texts me and says, the feed stopped. And then I went on Twitter and you could just see loads of people, you know, complaining that they couldn't get in, the feed had dropped. And other people were saying, oh, no, mine's just fine. And uh, aye, a, a bit of a disaster. Uh, and and one, you feel, I mean, sh- should they have done this mid-season, it seems to me that it was a strange decision to do this mid-season.
1: It was, mate. It was, and um, for all I might have been a bit cocky the other night because I was actually able to see the game. Um, you're getting your revenge tonight because uh, you're breaking up a bit. I don't know if it's my, I don't know if it's my signal. Uh, I think it might be. Um, so if I'm if I'm coming back, back at you back in a non-sequitur answer, it's because I'm no I've never heard the question right. But um, I, it was it was a f- sorry funny as in weird, a strange thing the other night. Um, I never thought I'd see the day where me watching the game on the internet you get that same feeling that you get sometimes um, when you've been at games where there's been maybe a, an accident in the M8, or uh, a hold up in the subway and the crowd, is, the crowd isn't as big as you are expecting and there's, 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 there's folks you sitting next to that are missing all that and it's quite a kind of a culture shock to actually have that how used we've got to we're all watched it as a community online there's a kind of virtual Ibrox experience going on and it was the same thing you're like because we're all on Twitter all the time now, especially because that's, that's how you're talking to your pals you know, about the game. I'm seeing all the messages coming in saying, I'm not getting on here. I'm not getting on. I, God knows how I got on me. I am the biggest technophobe in the world. It was just totally jammy. I just, I, I logged in, my fingers crossed and and I went. Whereas earlier in the season, um, when there was no problems at Rangers TV's end, I was managing to make an arse of it. And I was missing the first five minutes of games because I was trying to load it in 15 devices and what have you. Um but ironically, the one time it's it's, it's bad for everybody else. I am I managed to get on. But it would really interfered with me knowing that there was boys out there that couldn't watch the game. It's a, quite a strange thing. You realised how useful we've become in the space of the last season to having the crowd experience online, if you like. Cause nobody else, other folk only seen it, you're only you're having that kind of community experience. Um and you're getting to the stage where if that, something like that happened again, you'd be wondering if they'd actually be able to kind of hold the game up. You know, the way the way they used to when, you know, what I mean, oh, there's, a, there's, there's, there's a log jam in the M8, you know, half the crowd isn't here yet, or <laughs> they kick up off for 15 minutes, you know, it's getting to a stage where maybe they should do that way with, with Rangers TV. But uh, I felt heart sorry for everybody who couldn't get in. But I could, all I can say is it was interfering with my enjoyment of the game as well, because I was, you know, one of my pals, Robert, um, good Rangers man and an even better tech man, he knows the stuff inside out. Uh, he knows how to get on the other streams and all that. He knows his computers inside out. So when he was tweeting saying, "I can't get on here," I knew the problem was at the TV <laughs> yeah. end. And as you say, everybody was expecting it. You know, everybody's, everybody's thinking, why are, they de- "Why are they doing this mid-season?" You know, or you know, in, in February. You know, it really it should just have been left to the summer.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's how it feels to be. It feels that. I mean, the minute they announced it, I was like, "This seems a strange time to be doing this," and it's a bad time to be doing it because. You know, my, my concern now is, well, you know, we're five, six games away for the title. You know, can you imagine the outrage if we're on the verge of winning it at Ibrooks and Rangers TV was done? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it would. It, it, it doesn't even bear thinking about this. The, the sort of anger, and I was, I was really disappointed with some of the stuff that came out on on Twitter from official accounts. You know, uh, one sort of blamed a, a, a third party. You know, they didn't do their side of it. Uh, and and oh, we're, we're dealing with it as quickly as we can and the email I got I got an email back in the second half you know I sent I sent the email on the Monday saying look can you fix this the game's on Wednesday nothing midway through the second half I get an email from them saying oh this is what you need to do which is no use to man the beast really you know I've, I've already had to set up a new profile and buy a match pass so really it really was disappointing I uh, as I said, I question the need to do it mid-season and we can only hope that whatever problems you know, what caused this is fixed for the next game because now I'm nervous about the next game. You know what I mean? I mean, Saturday's Friday, sorry, Sunday's fine because it's at Hamilton, it's, it's it's on Sky. But I am now really nervous about the, the next game at Highbrook. Like, am I going to have this this issue again? Am I going to struggle to get logged on? And then when I get logged on, am, am I going to get a stream? So, yeah, I think it's something that needs to be to fixed and fixed quickly because, as you pointed, out, this is the only way we can get to see the, the, the games at the moment. Fans have paid a, a lot of money for this. You know, I've, I've paid my season ticket. I've paid for two season tickets this year. Then I had to play, pay an extra nine ninety nine, and I still only got forty five minutes. You know, which is which is pretty poor. So yeah, I, I, I hope I would hope the club, you know, get this fixed and get it fixed quickly.
1: Yeah, absolutely um, as, as we've said before uh, it's one of the things where you're you, you know that you're paying you would pay nine ninety nine pounds or whatever it is for a game you know if you were just you know if you didn't have a season ticket you'd only pay nine ninety nine. The, the price of the season ticket you were paying is is, is well over uh, what we'd have to pay to, to watch it on Rangers TV and none of us mind that you know and the club have been great this season everything's going everything's going absolutely fantastically on and off the park this has been a downer yeah Um. so it, it we'd hope it doesn't work. Because it is, it's all about, we're all frustrated enough that we're no actually going to be in the stadiums when hopefully we clinch 55. But if we can't even see it in the telly. I mean, right. I've, I've been stuck outside games a couple of times. When you're actually going, it's the worst feeling in the world. to be hear the crowd inside. But to actually experience that, you know, via watching it on the internet is really, it's it's quite weird. And uh, hopefully, hopefully they get that sorted.
0: Yeah, I would hope so. I would hope the club You know, have learned their lesson and and they get it fixed, because as I say, now my fear is, you know, on the day that we do win it, I'm going to be sitting <laughs> trying to log in, you know what I mean? Uh, but moving away from that, hopefully it'll get fixed. On, on to to today's news, uh, Alex, and I, and I don't think anyone's surprised. I mean, we're all annoyed, and we're all angry that this has come up, because I, I think it's so predictable now, you know, but Gerard, Stephen Gerrard announced at the press conference that the, the, the club had received, I noticed a complaint with regards to Kemar Roof on, you know, his challenge on Wednesday night. The first thing I, I, I'll ask you is do you think he should have been sent off during the game? Uh, I mean, my view is I mean, I had to watch it uh, on sports scene, you know, because I, I missed the entire first half. So I had to catch up in, on events in the first half via sports scene. Do you think it was a red card? I thought it was. I thought he was lucky to stay on.
1: Yeah, it. it's a red card. It's a red card all day long. I think you just need to do that thing of that wee trick of uh, imagining if it was happening to a Rangers player. And I think when you see the replays, uh, slow mo replays that, that night on the sports scene, um, you see Money Davidson's leg. You see the base foots getting bent back. And um, that is that's a red card all day long. Um, we've got no. I don't think anybody, any sensible Rangers fans, got a, got a complaint about that. But um, I'm still trying to work out why. Um, there's there's retrospective action. Um, I'm kind of embarrassed, and I was kind of embarrassed at the fact that I did. I wasn't expecting this. I thought if there was a yellow card given out, the referee has seen it and dealt with it, then that's it. You know, there, there can't be any kind of retrospective action. Uh, but. No, it's happened and I found out I was actually in pretty good company with uh, Shelley Kerr, the ex-manager of the, the Scotland women's team, you know, James McFadden, the ex-manager, the, the ex-assistant manager of the Scotland national team. Um, even your friend in mine, Jonathan Sutherland, you know, on the sports team couch, they all kind of said out loud that they presumed there would be no retrospective action because he would been booked at a time. You know, and I think you could see when it actually happened, you know, it, the, the the way the he way goes in, you know, it, at, first, at first glance, it didn't look that bad. You know, um, it's when you saw the slow-mo replays that you, you, you can see it was bad, you know. Um, but what I, I don't know, maybe you can tell me, uh, Colin, it's, is he's been cited for, is it violent conduct? Because of in, intent, because there's, there's, I, I just don't think there's any intent there at all. I think he's I think going in, the role he was playing was the Alfredo Morelos, role of holding the ball up. And you know Ruff's game, the um, same as Alfie would be in that role, but Ruff's game especially is to get his body in there. And between him and the player, he was playing all night like a guy who was half a yard off the pace because he's a guy who's coming back from injury. He was, you know, he was just, just out of scoring a few goals because he was just that wee bit slow. I think the tackles, the, the way he's landed on Murray Davidson has come from that as well. So I don't, I,
0: I'm struggling to see why he's been sighted. I mean, I, I would agree. There's absolutely there's no no intent. You know, it comes from the fact that I think you're right. I don't think he had the best night, Ruth. I think he, he struggled from what I've seen and, and and from comments I've seen online from the first half. You know, it 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 had an off night, and you know, he he doesn't control it. You know, the ball kind of bounces off him, and he's trying to recover it. And I think he's trying to put his body between the ball and Davidson, and he, he lands. He, he just happens to plant his leg on Davidson and catch him. I don't think there's any intent. But I, th- I think the point that you've raised about, you know, once once a player's been booked, it's assumed if, if the ref's dealt with it, they've seen it and they've dealt with the issue. But there's been a couple of occasions this season when that's not quite been the case because there was the tackle on Ryan Edwards. Now, I think he was booked at the time and then he was sighted retrospectively, but was found not guilty. No issue. Even although, you know, Morelos had a, a hole in his knee then Morelos was involved at Tannadice, if you remember, the, the first one that Morelos received a retrospective ban for. Again, a, again, he was he was booked. The referee booked him for that, and so everyone assumed that you know there's there's not going to be any further action. But they seem to be finding wee loopholes that they can just bring in for certain incidents and, and someone being booked all of a sudden doesn't matter anymore. We're going to take retrospective action and, and, you know, we're going to offer you three games. Now, Stephen Gerrard said in the last one with Morelos, that the one when he, when he stood on Ryan Portis, you know, there was no there was no case for the defence. There was no – they, they couldn't defend it. They had to accept the charge, which is fair enough, because I think we all agree that Morelos was lucky that night. It'll be interesting to see what the club do with this one, though, because, I mean – even when he was talking about the, the the Morelos one, you know, he said he was he was happy to accept the charge, but he at, nor the club were were happy with some of the consistency of how the the rules are applied. And this is another example today. I mean, we had the incident with Scott Brown through the week, you know, another elbow. i lost count how many times his elbows catch people. No retrospective action, and then we've got this one where. Ruth, who was booked for the, for the incident, so you assume that everything's fine, there can't be any retrospective action based on the rules, and then and I think the timing of it as well, you know, just before Stephen Gerrard goes into his press conference, that feels slightly deliberate to me, you know what I mean, it feels a wee bit almost like two fingers up at, up at the club, if you know what I mean, because Gerrard had said, you know, literally five minutes before I came to my press conference, I found out so he's a little bit ill-prepared to answer questions about it, so... I mean, how did what, what did the club do about this? Because they're obviously not happy. You know what I mean. And and, and where do we go for here?
1: Uh, first thing, first thing I think they do is, is they appeal it. You know, I'm, I'm assuming if we appeal it, that means Roof plays the on Sunday. Um, yep. Which apart, apart from anything else, I think he needs to. You know, I think we need him fit um, for when we play Standard Liège. Uh, sorry, if we play Royal Antwerp, um, I, I think we just need to get him. You know, some volume in his legs as Stevie G would, would call it. The overall issue, I mean there's so many sidebars to this I mean it's like, it's, it's a it's a whole hour long Sunday pod in itself you know, but even just the other night, um, Tuesday night I think it was never mind, never mind the Celtic game, we've all got the blue blinkers on, we think everything they do is evil you know um, but oh, it's, it's, apparently I'm just hearing you know from our from our producer that um he's got to, to Monday have to have Monday yeah. to appeal so roof's playing Bruce playing Sunday anyway so appeal to get him the commandment game you know anyway um, and we might find out it was just that it's a, it looks political the whole thing kind of looks political and this this is this comes down to I don't necessarily mean you know uh, Rangers hating or whatever it's like the SFA are reacting to the level of publicity that's given to any incident and that is obviously going to end up, you would think, with Rangers and Celtic being punished overly harshly, you know, every time there's a major incident. But it actually seems to just be just be ourselves. You know, and I can't help thinking the a jetty thing today, uh, him being cited for uh, for diving for a penalty, which even I, as a as a, as as no admirer of Celtic found that a bit strange. You know, it seems yeah. to be a reaction to the fact that um a, a decision's been debated heavily. Or Thinking about it cynically, with my blue blinker's on, I feel as if that's one they can say, well, Celtic have been cited as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, that'd quite um,
1: cool. And they'll, they'll, just, they'll, just, they'll just appeal that and it'll be, it'll be thrown out of court. But even the other night, Tuesday night, the night before we played, um, Aberdeen uh, against Livingston, Lewis Ferguson goes in and the fellow Mullen. Mullen. Uh, an absolute better, just kind of you know, forearm smash to the guy's face just knowing Lewis Ferguson's kind of records, knowing knowing how he plays the game, it looked terrible. You know, it just, it it looked, and I don't know, I've I've been checking the BBC website, you know, um, I I don't see that he's been cited. You know, um, I I don't really, I I just don't know how it's working. It seems to be a system that's biased against anybody who receives a lot of coverage, any football club that receives a lot of coverage. And that's going to be us, you know, but it should also be our friends across the city. And it just, Scott Brown's entire game has been has been stamping. Sorry, so the, the guy's the guy's a great athlete. He's a great he's a, he's a great player. Whether we like him or not, but so much of his game is about leaving the boot in, putting the studs in. He's a very self conscious guy as well. He's actually got a touch of the marvellous attitude. I think that's where the two of them set each other off. And that he likes to. He, he's very petty, very kind of self aware, and he, he doesn't like anybody getting the better of him. they kind of letting anything go, so he, he does leave the studs in all the time that gets picked up all the time on television, but it doesn't It doesn't seem to, to get cited it for doesn't
0: it. Result, it doesn't result in action. And I think that's, I mean, that's an inconsistency. I think the thing that worries me is, and I think a lot of Rangers supporters feel the same, is it's becoming predictable. When you're seeing incidents, you think they're not going to get cited. When you see other incidents involving Rangers players, you know, I mean, I don't think anyone uh, was shocked at, at the news today. You know what I mean? No. I, I, I think we like you said on Sports Scene other night, and you know they're all saying, "Well, he's been booked. There can't be any further action." But I think all of us were thinking, "Well, you know," I just watched them try and make something of this, and that's my exactly shot. how that's how it's worked out.
1: Aye, my my, my shot came from I didn't realise there could be any other action, You know, I, I I I didn't actually know the rules because I I, I I don't remember. Was, there, is, there is cases obviously, but it's like upgrading a punishment. This whole thing of referee in the match, yeah. you know, it just seems, and I was I was quite I was quite hopeful because uh, we're worried that it's all tri- we're all worried that it's trial by sports scene and uh, the fact that the sports scene panel that night uh, on Wednesday night was actually quite kind of kind about it I mean they have to highlight it because it, it was an incident but there was none of this I mean we've all got a problem me and Crocker these days because of the way we went on relentlessly about the, the Alfie incident yeah. uh, against Hibs you know but when and putting a guy who should have been sent off in the first half scores the only goal game in the second half. There is, there is a, you know, there's just there's a reason he's, he's doing that. He just shouldn't have been going about it so often. I think it's just lazy editorially. He doesn't actually have anything else to say except this kind of lazy line about Alfredo Morales is the only guy who's ever done anything you know malicious in his entire in the entire history of Scottish football. But I, I felt was if the other night, the sports team were quite reasonable about it, and I was I, I thought that was it. You um, know, so I just you can't even predict now when when we're going to get cited. You know, you're just, you're just thinking any incident that, that happens, aye, there's a chance we're going to lose a
0: player. Aye, yeah. I I, I, think, and it, and, I mean, that's the thing that gets me is, you know, you're how can I put it? It, 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 it feels deliberate, if you know what I mean. Now, that, that, again, you don't want to go down the road of eh, sounding like a paranoid fan and all the rest of it, right? But, you know, you do sometimes get a feeling that we're being rubbed up the wrong way and it seems to me going with Gerard's comments in the last couple of press conferences that the club feel this as well you know what I mean and, and, and Gerard had mentioned in a previous press conference last week that you know they were trying to turn down the noise coming through the club in terms of statements and stuff like that which is fair enough but it feels to me that they're, they're, they're not issuing statements because they don't think there's anything wrong they have stopped issuing statements because they don't think they're working and if anything it's having a negative effect on the sort of image of the club, and they're trying to find a different way. It it does feel to me that Rangers are doing stuff in the background on this, that they are chipping away saying, wait a minute, what exactly is going on here? Uh, Because it's constant. It's every single time. I can't remember the last time there was an incident with a Rangers player and it was caught on camera and there was no retrospective action or at least a charge chucked his way. You know what I mean? And and that, to me, is 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 quite concerning. Someone put up... Uh, someone went onto the SFA website last week and put up a spreadsheet on Twitter of all the clubs that had received retrospective charges and all that kind of thing. And it <laughs> it makes remarkable reading. It really does. It's in black and white. You know what I mean? It, you, when you look at it, you can't. You, you You wouldn't have been in a position to deny that there's an issue with how cl- clubs are getting treated on this thing. And I do. I think it's something... It needs to be addressed quickly, and we mentioned it last week on Sunday show that um, maybe Peter Law going was a an opportunity to you know change things a wee bit because I think he has got quite a lot of power, you know, in the, in the sort of the higher echelons of the SFA and the SPFL. But it, it, I mean, the club has to find a solution to this because it cannot continue.
1: I think Stephen Jelav is really is really good today. I mean, I, I love listening to him. You know, obviously, I'm going to love it. I'm going to love everything he does. Just now because we're, we're, we're so far ahead uh, in the league and you know, he's, he's he's working miracles. But as a typical Rangers manager, managing to combine that kind of ambassadorial thing well, so being really pointed in what he's saying, he's, he it sounded today like a man who was keeping his powder dry. Because yeah. I think, as you say, these things are like going behind the scenes. I think a lot of people realise there's a kind of uh, there's a lot of rats deserting the sinking Celtic ship just now. You know, and I don't just mean like Lawwell himself. I think because Lawwell is going. Um, a lot of influence will be lost um, and the way he went about his business so much the better uh, for me it was, it was uh, kind of uh, odious at times seriously unsporting is the, the kind of nicest thing I can say uh, about the, the law regime over there the way they were working things behind the scenes but I th- think a lot of friends in the media uh, a lot of people in the media um, and when it, it's coming through the media that's how we're getting cited because there's a lot of uh, emphasis on Rangers players But I think a lot of them are just kind of might as right types. And it's slowly, well, quickly in terms of the last 10 years, but it's really quickly changing. But I think you're seeing a real melting uh, of a lot of, a real thawing of a lot of kind of icy attitudes towards Reinders. There's a lot of people uh, in the media who just see football as there's a team who's winning all the time and can't do any wrong, and there's a team who are only winning and they're an absolute joke. You know, and in Scotland, yeah. those teams are the first place and second place team. And I think Rangers, having just shot so far ahead this season, you can see a lot of attitudes changing towards us. So I think we're maybe kind of trying to suss this one out. I would uh, hope this club appeal it and maybe it will be thrown out. Maybe it will be rejected altogether. Um, but I think maybe, maybe can, can I keep our powder dry even to the end of this season? And then we'll see We'll see how it changes when we are champions and there's no law at Celtic, there's no Lennon throwing, you know, Stuff it, stuff against the wall, and see what sticks. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens.
0: Right, uh, Alex, before we, before we go into the, 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 the game on Sunday uh, I should let the, the viewers and the listeners know about Rangers Picks uh, If you want the opportunity to, to win a, a share of a £1,000 jackpot then head over to www.rangerspicks.com uh, and play Rangers Picks the new Rangers Pick'em game it's available for every game that, that Rangers play. Uh, it's totally free and the more fans that play then the more money the, the club receives uh, To play all you have to do is go over to the website uh, and answer several questions Questions about the game on Saturday. How many corners? How many goals? How many players will be cited retrospectively? There's one for you. That kind of thing, right? Uh and then, if, if, you know, if you get more right than anyone else, then you're in with a chance of winning a share of a £1,000. You must be over 18 to play. Terms and conditions apply. And as always, guys, when it comes to these things, please play responsibly. Also, I need to highlight a uh, football prizes that, that Frankie's got going at the moment. Uh, he's got a Brian Loudrop signed jersey on the go. He's stuck a tweet out today about it. Uh, the tickets are going fast. They're 95 so five fiver to be in with a chance of winning a Brian Loudrop signed shirt. Uh, but the tickets are going fast. So head over to Frankie's Twitter uh, to see what's happening on that one. Right, Alex, back to the stuff in hand now that the, the official business is out of the way. Uh, Hamilton on Sunday. Uh, I, I saw you putting out some stuff today about tickets and all the rest of it from games from yesteryear. Uh, the old Douglas Park. Did you ever go for a job at halftime? I didn't. know. no, I didn't. No. <laughs> I might have done.
1: I forgot about it, but um, I remember as uh, scoring. I mean, the, the goal—the first goal of nine in a row—scored row, at the, yeah, old, uh, yeah. the old Douglas Park. Uh, uh, Marlowe, Gary, Gary th- Stevens. Gary Stevens, yeah. Do uh, you Alan mccoy has got the same. That's the one, mate. That's the one. Aye, I was, I was there for that one, you know. Um, but I was also there when they beat us in the Scottish Cup in eighty-seven. Yes, you know, uh, um, And I was, I was, and of course, the last team, the last team he beat us in the league. You know, um, this is very true. In football in Scotland, <laughs> and I was I there for know. that one as well. So, oh. all in all, you know, Matt, you know, put it all together, I'm just a jinx, you know. But Yeah Arabite are <laughs> jinxes, Alex. A club
0: Hamilton. They are. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, there's, you know, in, in recent years, they've kind of became a club notorious for, you know, giving young players a chance, and I think you've got it off your hat to that. And they also just seem to year after year, just with the skin of their teeth, avoid relegation and just, and just keep going. So, I mean, uh, there's a lot of clubs in Scottish football that I don't have a huge amount of time for. I can't say that Hamilton are one that particularly bother me. I think they do a good job there. I think they're a good club uh, and I've, I've got a wee bit of time for them. Uh, but obviously, I want them pumped on Sunday and, and roundly. Uh, and on that, uh, Stephen Gerrard, today's press conference, no sort of new injury worries. Uh, although Defoe's out at the moment, we're we a calf. They expect him back next week. New signings uh, Simpson and Wright could be available. Do you think they might make an appearance at some point?
1: Um, I think it depends how the game goes, mate. I think maybe you know if if it all goes according to plan, if it all goes the way we want it to, if it all goes the way it did the first half when we played them at Ibrox, um then I would I would you know we're four them up at half time. I would maybe like to see them coming on, you know. Um, and if we're going to lose Kamara Roof with Alfie yeah. out as well, we maybe need to get right on um, to, to get him bled in, uh, so to speak, get him kind of warmed up. Um, just want to check the two of them out, really. I want, to, I want to know, as we've all been talking about in this pod, none of us seem to have actually realised nah, yeah, no. Scott Wright was a player. So I want to see him. <laughs> you know, I was checking through the stats there and he's, he's been player of the match in two Aberdeen games this month, You know, even when Aberdeen haven't been doing that well. So, you know, it's obviously an option, you know, but I just want to make sure it's no just uh, they're not going to be the new um Brandon Barker and uh, George Edmondson. I just want to know that these guys are these guys are, are any good. And if the big man uh, Simpson is sort of six foot four, get him in the box and uh, let's get a few high balls onto him, you know. <laughs> um but I uh, no, I would I would just go away, uh, as solid the starting 11 as we can get six games to go, Colin. Uh, win six games and we are champions. Um, I would just go out there and get this sorted as, as yeah, quickly as we on. possibly can. It's a good time to get Hamilton. Um, I know there's a, there's a bit of talk because of the, the terrible weather going about the country uh, just now. There's a bit of talk, you know, maybe the game, an outside chance, the game could be off or something like that. I really hope not, because uh, that was a terrible. Nothing against Hamilton, as I say, but the other night that was a real blow for them. Uh, that was a game that you know basically put them bottom of the table. Uh, they, they were kept on bottom of the table um, and they were winning it. They were, they, were going to, they were going to go above Ross County with 10, ten minutes to go and uh, they just they, they chucked it in the last in the last 10 minutes. So they're going to be in a bad place just now um, and I think we should be able to go out there and uh, and take full advantage. Take
0: advantage of that. Yeah. Speaking of the pitch, I mean, Stephen Gerrard again was asked about the City's press conference today and it is something that's been an issue with Rangers in the past. You know, the the, the dreaded artificial pitches, he he, would, he seemed to be quite dismissive of it. You know, he would sort of say, you know, we, we train on them, we've played on them before, we know what to expect. You know, almost taking any excuses away from the players. And I, I must admit, I mean, in the past when we've struggled on these pitches, I'm kind of caught between two places. Part of me thinks, well, there's these, these pitches are at Ochenhowie. Are at the guys train on these pitches. The the the, the home team, you know, your, your Marnox, Hamilton, Livy's, they play on these pitches every week. We've got better players than them. So part of me thinks like that. Oh, oh, It's the same for everybody. We've got the better players. We should be able to deal with this. But another part thinks, you know what, it, it maybe is a leveller. You know what I mean? It, it Maybe is something that when you turn up, it just gives the home team that wee bit of, a, of an issue. I can remember when I went back to my, my amateur days when I played Sunday amateur, one of the local teams we used to play against, uh, Bank Knock, they had a red ash pitch. So everybody played in grass, and they had a red ash pitch, and hardly anybody came away for that ground with a result. You know, every team that turned up because they were playing in grass, they just, they just, even although we all grew up playing on red ash pitches, when we went back to it, no one could deal with it. So when I remember stuff like that, I think it can be a leveler. but another part of me thinks, oh, you know, we're better players. We should be able to deal with this. You know, we've got we've got twenty-two guys out there, and we've got the best eleven. So we could play in the, the brick road, and they should be able to beat them, but you know, I, I don't think it quite works like that.
1: No, um, I, you did not come away with a result, but you came away with wee, about 25 red stones stuck under your kneecap that you were picking out until <laughs> the, right. following, the following game, you know. I No, um, I actually, I think Hamilton's the best of the three we face in the top flight this season. Yeah. I think it's the best of the, 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 the three plastic pitches. Um, and I think uh, the, the, the the fact that the, the, what worries me more uh, is injuries, and I don't think that's going to apply. I, even Roof uh, a man who looks as if he might be prone to an injury, it was in Gibraltar, you know, when we're playing yeah. Lincoln Red Imps, he just kind of pulled up uh, on a plastic pitch over there. Camarles um, is terrible, and Livingston used the old, the old uh, black chips all over it, the black rubber chips all over it. It um, was a terrible pitch as well. But the game at Easter Road in particular brought it home to me. Um, I actually. And, and Ibrox wasn't looking that great um, on Wednesday night either if you can no. see it um, <laughs> it actually made me think we the a plastic pitch <laughs> you know we, we, <laughs> sorry, man, terrible it was, it was making me think we might maybe needing a wee plastic pitch just now or just get a, a smooth run of the ball and let our football players you know um, play their football uh, properly because I think I think at Easter Road in particular not just uh, the chance that Alfie missed just after he'd scored uh, where the ball bubbled up um, I feel as if there was. I think the whole first half it took us a while to get to get the game going because that midfield. I know it's seen as a, a defensive midfield when we play Jack Kamara and Davis, but the, whole, the way Rangers play is, is if we keep we just keep feeding the ball relentlessly to our front men, and they three together do that, they let like nobody else. We've got at Ibrox. Um and I think we could. I think we could have won that game a lot more handsomely if it had been, you know, a, a better pitch. Um, so I, I think. Although it might hold up a bit if it's doing the old sponge thing just now and soaking up all this rain. Um, I'm, I'm not too worried about the, the surface at Hamilton. I think it might actually suit us.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, you know, because we are, you know, we're a football on the side. That said, you know, you've you brought me on to my next question. You know, there was an interesting question yesterday asked you there about, you know, the, the, the different ways that Rangers can play at the moment. The, the, the different things that they've got in their armoury, you know, they're good at set-pieces. We can create goals for nothing. You know, the, the goals are getting shared around the team. And, you know, Jared was asked, you know, why is it like that this season? And, it, you know, he sort of said, you know, well, we've got the players that we want in. It's, it's taken a few years to get the right players in. We've got better players in. You know, and we're working hard on the training ground on different aspects of the game, set pieces, you know, defensively shape, all that kind of thing. And it, and it does, I mean, from the word go, I, I, I wouldn't even say... From in the start of the domestic season, I would say that, that pre-season tournament over in France, we looked like a, a very, very different a, a different side that does have, you know, different things that we can bring to the table. When, when we're not going to break a team down through, you know, outpassing them and, and, and playing through them, we'll get something from a set piece. And it is, you know, I mean, last year we were so reliant on Morelos, this year, totally different.
1: Aye, well, uh, the old, uh, the, old the, the, the kind of cliche about there just being no plan B, uh, and that just does not apply. We look, we've real depth now, Colin. We, we, we look, we look the business. Um, I think it applies as much to the, the players as well. We, we keep having, you know, we're losing a player, you know, maybe through suspension or he's taking a wee dip in form and then other guys are stepping up to the plate. You know, I mean, Yanis Hadji, uh, at the beginning of the season, at the spells of the season, you've thought, oh, is, is that boy going to get another chance? He's kind of fell away a bit or whatever. And then hes I think he's joint king of the assists with uh, with, with Tav. You know, and he's scoring crucial goals for us. You know, he's uh, classic. Uh, that, that's becoming a trademark now as well. He's, he's cutting in through the right and then pulling it back. The way they scored the goal against Hibs, the way he scored against Hibbs last season at Ibrox and the Cotland, the way he scored the other night. Um, you're seeing players just stepping up to the mark and you're seeing those players utilised in different ways. You know, I think the, the big eye opener this season for us was uh, when we went to Rugby Park, a place where we famously haven't, have seemed unable to get out of a kind of rut of just playing the same style, but unable to react to the fact that Kilmarnock had it sussed. Uh, when we were you know, pinging, I mean, like I, I hate using the, the quarterback phrase, you know, but um, when Jack was pinging the balls to Big getting, you know, and it was just working sublimely. It wasn't, it wasn't yeah. just like lumping a ball, up, a high ball up to a big fella. It was a guy who was going out wide and controlling the ball and holding up, playing, giving us that breather. It was, and then you, every time you think you've got as sus, I mean, even as a supporter watching Rangers, when you think you know what our best option is, they'll go and do something else, you know. And the mother, the mother well game at Ibrox, were, all right, they've, they've they've pinned us back, they've pinned back Barisic and Tavernier. I think Tavernier ends up setting up two of the goals later on in that game, but yeah. we just started going through the middle and just running through them, you know. And uh, as Stevie was kind of, as Stevie G was alluding to today, mate. I think it's it's not that they, they they never they never had that tactical kind of awareness. You know, the team he's got and the what they're doing. It was more like I'm just in the door. You know, we're going to have to set the template down early. This is a three four year plan, and at first it's going to look like we can only play one way. Yeah. Yeah. but then once everybody gets bedded in, you can then you're adding depth, and they're getting these players in who. You know, who know what they're doing, you know, they know how to fit into Stevie G, Michael Beale, Tom Culshaw's idea of their team, but they then also they discover other things about these players and how they can utilise them in different ways. And it's a, it's, it's an organic thing and uh, we're are in we're in great
0: hands. Uh, I, I mean I suppose that the biggest compliment you, you can you can pay to Stephen Gerrard and the players this season, this season, sorry, and how they've went about winning games is we beat Celtic without getting a a shot on target. <laughs> you know, that, that's that's what we've got. You know what I mean? It's, we, can, we can even go through a game without having a shot on target and still win it. So, yeah, it, I mean, it's it, we are, we're looking good this season. Final sort of point of the night, Alex, uh, Hamilton, as you pointed out earlier on, they're sitting bottom of the league at the moment, as they often do at this at this stage of the season, but they all seem to uh, pull it out of the hat. Uh, four points behind Ross County. I think they've got a couple of games in hand, though. Uh, I was looking at some of the stuff from the, the, the last time we were at New Douglas Park, and I think Hamilton went four four two that day. I think that's our formation that Brian Rice likes. Thank you, likes two up top for a team that's that sits down at the bottom. They, they're not one that plays. How can I put it? You know, really defensively. They they always try and have a bit of a go. Hamilton, you know what I mean? And, and I think it's it's part of the ethos that i have got. Of, of, bringing on young players. You know, they want them to be brave, want them to go and, and you know, and express themselves. They're, they're, they're not a team that I think sits in a lot. And, and I think that'll be the same on Sunday. I think they'll maybe see four four two. 2 I think they'll try and have a go. And I think that suits us.
1: Yes, um, I, I I have to be honest. I think the, the boy for Rangers TV's got a hold of my computer here, Colin, and I've uh, I only picked <laughs> up wee bits of that. Um, so, forgive me if I'm repeating what you say, but I think you're alluding to the fact that uh, you know we can expect Hamilton to be a bit braver, uh, maybe come out a bit. You know, yeah. um, the, the other teams I don't know. Um, you're, you're talking about that, the Hamilton style of play, anyway. Um, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was interesting. Uh, I found it the other night uh, watching the sports. scene, uh, him and Brian Rice, a lovely fella, and uh, John Hughes, another guy I quite like. They were, used to be roomies, you know, teammates and roommates, and uh, I think they share a lot of the same kind of attitude as well. You know, it, it did for Hamilton at Ibrooks, You know, Brian Rice just kept attacking. I felt sorry for him that day. You know, as much as I can feel sorry for anybody when we need the title <laughs> um, as badly as we do, but. Um, I'm thinking, I they've they've got a kind of ideology these guys where they're not going to be completely all out gung ho, but uh, they will try and play the game. You know the way it should be played. If you like, they will they will try and come at us and take something from us. Um, and I think the game when we beat them two nothing uh, earlier in the season, Hamilton didn't come out. You could see it was because we weren't letting them out. We were just overpowering them. But they were trying to they were trying to get out uh, that day and then at Ibrox they were trying far too hard they should have sat in you know yeah, God bless right. them you know <laughs> um, I'm, I'm glad they didn't but um, I, I think I think we need I a, 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 a hope I hope Hamilton end up surviving the season you know I hope, I hope they stay up um, there's other teams I would quite like to see going down who are Asking their fans for money right now and seem to be seem to be plummeting down the down the table. That would do me fine, um, <laughs> but I hope there's they come. I hope Hamilton's come back this season. Doesn't he start against us on Sunday, mate? I don't I I don't think it will.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I mean, obviously, if the game goes ahead, uh, I think we should be fine. I think we should get the three points. Uh, Alex, I think that's us uh, for tonight. I think we've pretty much covered everything on the agenda. Looking at the time, that's. Not too bad. So, yeah, that's all for this special edition of the Jazznet Weekly Podcast, your preview show there for the Hamilton game. Uh, we'll have the the uh, pod on Sunday night to cover the game, obviously. So tune in for that. A big thanks to Alex for his comments. Uh, great stuff as always, even though he was only hearing half of what I was saying. Uh, in the meantime, get yourself onto the Jazznet website and forums at www.jersnet.co.uk. Uh, and until Sunday night, bye for now.